Wonderful. Well, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. This is where every weekday you and I, we get together, we have a little bit of coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. In this year, 2022, Lord willing, no, 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 rewind, 2023, Lord willing, we'll get all the way from Genesis to Leviticus. I'm so glad to be with you this morning. Let's have some coffee. We'll pray, and we'll get into the Lord's Word. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for giving us the blessing and opportunities to read it. We pray, Lord, that we not we would not just read your word, but that this morning, by the power of your Holy Spirit, you would let us understand it and that you would apply it to our hearts and to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we are at Genesis chapter 25. Genesis chapter 25, and we're going to pick up at verse 29. So Genesis chapter 25, beginning at verse 29, and we'll read to the end of the chapter. Now Jacob cooked a stew. You always got to love a section that starts with somebody's cooking a meat stew, right? Now Jacob cooked a stew, and Esau came in from the field, and he was weary. And Esau said to Jacob, Please feed me with some of that red stew, for I am weary. Therefore, his name was called Edom. But Jacob said, Sell me your birthright as of this day. And Esau said, Look, I am about to die. What is my birthright to me? Then Jacob said, Swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. Then he ate and drank, arose and went this his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Well, we need to ask ourselves, A, what's this about? B, what's the best verse to summarize this and see what are we called to do in response to these words? So first, what's this about? Well, we've been introduced to the sons of Isaac on Friday, and the sons of Isaac are Jacob and Esau. Now, we put them in that order, Jacob and Esau, rather than Esau and Jacob, because of this passage. Because Esau was born first. So, he's the firstborn. He has the birthright. He has the lion's share of the inheritance. He has the responsibility of the household. He has all these things. And we found out last time that Esau was loved more by Jacob, or by, by Isaac, than Jacob. So his dad loved the hunter more than he loved the son who was in the tents. Sarah loved her son more because he was more domestic. And so now we come to this point that it seems like they're young men or growing up. And Esau is out in the field and he's hunting. We're guessing that's what he's doing. He comes in and he's famished. He smells this lentil stew that Jacob has been ma- making. And Jacob, remember, his name is Supplanter. He had come out grabbing onto the heel of his brother. And so they had called him Jacob. And it seemed as if from birth on, he was going to be his entire life scheming and supplanting, trying some way to get a leg up on his brother, a leg up and, and to increase himself. And so here, he does something very shrewd. He says, sell me your birthright. And Esau is very 
uh, myopic. He's very short-sighted. He doesn't think about his own responsibility as the firstborn. He actually despises it. He says, what do I care about? All right, I'm hungry. Shut up and give me some stew. And Jacob makes him swear on it, and he, and he does. So this is one of these ways in which we're going to find that Jacob is taking the lead, and he's going to do this time and again. And he does this one in a, in a way that's not necessarily unrighteous, but maybe taking advantage of his brother. That's, there's ethical gray lines here that are difficult to tell. And we, we struggle with a portion like this, but no matter what, this is a legal binding thing that has happened. So Jacob now has the birthright. He has his father's inheritance. He's now the, the firstborn, essentially. So it's now no longer Esau and Jacob, but it's Jacob and Esau. And Esau is called Edom. Right? He despises his birthright. And so, what is this getting us to? <laughs> well, there's a, there's a few places in which this is talked about. Jacob is actually going to become a major figure in the scriptures, similar to Abraham. And what we find from Jacob is, and we go to some place like the book of Romans, they find that God loved Jacob, but hated Esau. Before either of them had done anything good or bad, while before they were born, the Lord chose Jacob rather than Esau. And so we come to this, a passage like this, and, and we see that it's Jacob who desires the promise. Because the promise isn't just the, the inheritance isn't just the stuff that Isaac has gotten from Abraham. But it's also, it's also the promise. It's also this promise that he would be made into a great nation and that the land would be given to him and that he would have all, this, all these blessings, that he would be a blessing and those, those who came in contact with him would be a blessing. And we find that Esau doesn't care about that at all. Not a lick. He's more interested in going hunting. But Jacob, Jacob desires the blessing from God. He desires the inherited promises. And it's through Jacob that the line of Christ would come. Now, I'm not saying that we should go do evil, that righteousness might, might prevail. May it never be, absolutely not. And yet God works through sinful people. God works through people. And if he works through people, then he's got to work through sinful people because every one of us is sinful. There's none righteous, no, not one. And so, what is this story about? This is about two brothers, one whom desires the covenant and the other who's got no time for the covenant. One who is shrewd and will do anything possible to obtain the promises of God and the other who, well... He's more worried about the next meal that's in front of him. What's the best verse to summarize this? The B, what's the best verse to summarize this? Well, I think in my Bible, I would underline 
verse 33 and 34, swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. Then he ate and drank, arose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Well, we need to ask ourselves, last see calling. What impact does this have in our lives? What are we called to do? And what does, right? How does this point us to Christ? Well, I think this calls us to not be short-sighted. It's very, very easy for us to get caught up in the problems and the necessities and the needs of this life. But guess what? They're always going to be there. It's called life. There's always going to be problems. There's always going to be hunger. There's always going to be need. There's always going to be want. There's always going to be these things. But the question is, what do we keep our focus on? What do we keep our eyes on? If it's always about the problems, if it's always about the needs, if it's always about the wants, we're being short-sighted and we're missing the kingdom of heaven. God knows what we need to eat and drink and where. We need not be anxious about those things. We can go to our heavenly Father and we can bring our prayers and petitions with thanksgiving. We don't need to be racked by anxiety. But all these things will be added unto us. So fix your eyes on Christ. Remember the covenant. Yearn for Jesus Christ. Yearn for the promises of God. Go there, cling there, live your life there. And as you do that, as you love him and follow after him, God will watch over you. The Lord will care for you. Don't despise the promises of God. Don't treat them as nothing. But I pray for you this morning that they would be the gold that your soul desires, sweeter than honey and more precious than gold. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for the promises that you have given us in Jesus Christ. And we pray, Lord, that you would please let us desire you and your promises above all else. Lord, we thank you so much for the word that you have given us this morning, and we pray that you would indeed complete the good work that you have started in us. We thank you that in Jesus Christ these promises are yes and amen. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, may the Lord bless you. May you walk in the joy and peace of Jesus Christ. May you look to the eternal rest that he has promised you. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.